gentlemen it's monday so you know what that means but it's not just any ordinary monday it's rap lab episode 100 number 100 it's your boy the candy man the alfre to the d repping that rap to the lab it's your boy the one and only the only one the rev bob mc y'all know who it is y'all know what i do always keeping it true it's the cute and y'all already know who i be it's your boy t.o and every time we own an episode, I always got to remind and ask y'all, what's the dealio? And the dealio today is episode 100. Triple before digits. We, double yes, digits. Sir. Before we get into that, uh, uh, we just got one announcement. Uh, next Saturday in Union, New, in New, yeah, sorry, tongue tied. In Union, New Jersey, Project Code Dame Wrestling, the first show uh, entitled Genesis. The Rap Lab Podcast is a sponsor, especially for the Hot Start Scramble match. Come through to the Boys and Girls Club of Union of Union County. Uh, myself and uh, Rev Barber will be there. So come by, say hi, and watch some some good wrestling. Wrestling? Yes, wrestling. Oh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, me and me and Rev will be there. I'll be on commentary, so I'm a part of the show. And you know, Rev, Rev will be doing what in the hell is that? You said Sega, Genesis. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Perfect. Anywho. Uh, but yeah, and Rebel oh. Rebel be doing Rap Lab promos that day. So uh, yeah, man, come through and uh, and have a good time. Tickets is twenty dollars at the door, you know, and we'll have some Rap Lab stuff for you there too. So that's that. But yes, fellas, what brings us here today? Episode one hundred. Um, wow, it's uh, it's crazy because when this whole thing first started, um, let's let's go in the time machine. Rev wasn't here yet. Um. <laughs> We didn't even know if this would have lasted more than a month or two. It's crazy. So T.O. And, and Q, I know y'all remember, we used to, and we, we gonna, this episode, we're going to peel back the curtain a lot, people. Like, we're not going to talk about any rappers, anything today. We just is going through, going through memory lane. But you remember them days we used to record five episodes at a time? Man. <laughs> Yo. Yo, man. You know what the funny part about that is, too? Like, we would just get together order a bunch of food and just rock out. Like we would have our drinks here and it would be yep. back to back to back. Just knock out. Like I, I think the first session was in my house. The second session was in your basement. Yeah, that's right. Oh man. <laughs> man, damn. Each episode was 45 minutes to an hour. And it's funny because if y'all if you go back in the archive and listen to the very first episode, matter of fact, the first four episodes, everything from that first recording session. There's no value on one side. <laughs> we didn't know what the fuck we were doing. We was just experimenting at the time. It was kind of it was kind of ill, man. You, you went by a different name too, right, Al, in the beginning? What's up? You went by a different name in the beginning. Yeah, I was just Alfred, bro. There was no Candyman. Candy, candy. Oh, yeah, episode one. I, I tried to have a different moniker, but people wasn't recognizing it, so. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, yeah, man. And then, you know, as this thing went on, like it's it's crazy. We didn't even have a theme. No, we <laughs> didn't have a theme yet. The idea for the podcast, we was here, we was in QG basement, and we was like, "Yo, let's do a pod." It was my idea actually. I was like, "Yo, let's talk shit about shit." That was exactly, the yeah. <laughs> exactly what he said. That's exactly what he said. That I said, "Yo, funny. let's talk," because QG was like, "What are we gonna talk about?" I said, "Yo, let's talk shit about shit." Mm. And then, you know, I was like, "Yo, we all know rap. Why don't we talk about rap?" Yep. Uh, it takes us back to the York Corrections days, where that's all we used to talk about when we were there. So, and you, and you know what's funny? I could never forget the date of the first episode because God rest their souls. But Kobe and them died on the day our first episode yeah, dropped. Yeah, that was big. Man. January twenty sixth, twenty twenty. Wow. So, and then you know the pod, the pod hit a couple of snags because you know, for those of y'all who know my life story, I almost didn't make it out of twenty twenty. So the pod was in jeopardy the three weeks I spent in the hospital. So that was that. And, and and the funny thing is, people thought I was faking it because episodes were still coming out. But that's how much content we had in the can. Mm -hmm. So and then, you know, uh, I discovered Skype and Zoom and we was able to keep the show going without having to meet up. And then uh, one fateful episode, we decided to do an episode about Wu-Tang and had a special guest. And ah, yes. The, the special guest ended up becoming a host yeah, uh, like eight months later. Rev Barb came right in. 
So, yes, sir. Yeah, man. And, and it, it's been like a magical journey because, you know, we've been able to meet people. I mean, I know, yeah, y'all know how much No Limit means to me. I done met two childhood heroes doing this shit. Yeah, man. Um, big. That was big. Yeah, we, we've gotten to talk to some really dope people. Um, and, you know, just through knowing each other, like, you know, me and IQ, shout out to IQ. Me and IQ talk on Instagram very regularly. And I would have never met IQ if, if Rev never brought him on. All right, shout out to IQ, man. Yeah, man. And, and you, yes, know, we, yes, we, yes. We, you know, we've been keeping things in the family. Because, you know, uh, Mrs. Rev Barber did our artwork. Yes. And uh, much love to her. Yes. The soon-to-be the soon Mrs. Yes, the, the soon Mrs. Owens is always promoting our shit. <laughs> so, you know. Uh, but uh, let's go around the room. Let's start with Rev first. Like, what is what does Rap Lab mean to you, bro? Well, you know, I've mentioned it beforehand. So, you know, I was just a regular listener, and at the time, I was doing physical therapy. And in physical therapy, um, it was more so for my forearm. My um had tendonitis, so I'm pretty much there c- constraint. Like, I can't um touch my phone or anything. So, you know, me and QG go back to high school days and uh i've seen him promote the rap lab on the internet and once i heard that you know you guys were talking hip-hop and vintage hip-hop i'm like that's dope because there wasn't many um platforms that talk vintage hip-hop i mean you know you got nori in them but they do more like interview style there's nothing like reflective or doing biographies or you know going over people's discographies or anything like that so um i had physical therapy three times a week so those um, three times a week, I'd listen to the Rap Lab. I started from episode one, and that's how I knew that you had a different name, Al. You know, um, I, and then I caught up and pretty much was listening um, to the regular episodes. And then it just so happened that, uh, you know, uh, I was asked to be on the show to talk about one of my favorite things in life in the whole world, which is Wu Tang. And I remember just leading up to that episode, just throughout the week, just writing and and taking notes and you know, re-listening to some of the stuff and catching up and, you know, I wanted to like represent Wu-Tang well, but also represent, you know, myself too. I didn't uh, envision myself um, being a podcaster or a host or anything. You know, I've done music and performances and stuff like that, but I've never uh, really seen myself like behind the scenes as like an analyst. So uh, it, it was just super easy for me. And you know, I was just ready to continue being a listener until then. Um, when you guys had asked me to come full time, I immediately said, yeah. And it was like an honor. And, you know, back to my first episode, you you know, I, I you could even hear me say like, you know, like a little bit starstruck because like, you know, I'm so familiar with the voices, listening to you guys like three times a week and everything. So being on a show that I love, it felt like it actually felt like a dream come true. It was pretty cool, you know, to be a part of something that you love. Yeah, man, and uh, we we enjoy having you, bro. Um, yes, yes, indeed. It was a, it was a, it was a, it was a good addition, and I feel like I feel like you know, especially with you coming to own the shop, like it's just been nothing but you leveling up, bro. Podcast. Look at you, you, you. Now you're a podcaster and a business owner. Proud of you, bro. But yes, sir. Man, it's, it, to add to that, it's 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 crazy how you know life goes full circle because like Rev Barber touched on him and I go way, 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 way back. In fact, uh, Rev even brought it about the show and we, we talked about the famous Eugene's basement. Shout out to yes, my sir. guy. Uh, <laughs> shout out my guy, Stealth Assassin, AKA Blue Bum. That's what they call him. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and even when Picasso came in, he was able to add on to that because he was with us, Rev, and we were able to digress yes, more into that. So it was just crazy to see how all of us were able to just come back on here, you to come on the platform with us. And it was just it was just natural, you know, just natu- natural having you in with your knowledge and wisdom and just your love and passion for hip hop. So it was just it was just a great thing. And it's been great ever since. Appreciate it. Yes. Definitely. Yeah, man. Uh, Moving on to the dread wonder. Uh, <laughs> what, what what does rap lab mean to you? Oh man, it means a lot, man. It, it's just like it's just like what you say. Let's you know we talking shit. You know I just love talking about rap. You know with you guys, and I think what also meant a lot is the brotherhood we shared even before doing the um, rap lab episodes, like when we all came together, and it's just like it continued on right onto the episode, but every time, and and just like Rev said, physical therapy, I always felt like it was always 
uh, therapy for, for me too, because every time I get on with you guys, it's always fun. I already know I'm enjoying my time. Um, QG roasting Alfred at times, getting on his nerves. I love it, but um, it it means a lot to me. And um, like I said, like I cannot believe we are at hundred episode already. Hey, you know what really certified us though, uh, T? We, you know when you came in, the first thing that people, well, two things that people actually talked about with you. One was your voice. You know, I mean, you know, the women out there, shout out to them. But, uh, oh, yo, this oh, oh, no, don't bring, oh, I know where this is going. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. I just got to put this out there. I just got to put this out there. Like, people write in the raplabpod at gmail.com all the time. But T.O. is the only one that gets fan-specific mail. Yeah. Like, there was this one time, this one chick had a whole fantasy about T.O. in the email. <laughs> Shout out to Marcy from Ohio. We ain't forget about you. Shout out to Marcy. I wonder if she still listens. Ah, she probably still If she doesn't, it's okay. You know, people got lives too. I ain't going to back her. But you know what? You know what? Besides that, though, the Big L story got comments. You know, like people were very, you know, interested in hearing about that, T.O. So when you mentioned that, that opened up a lot of people's eyes and ears to a lot as well. When you mentioned Big Al, so. bro, T.O. T.O. and the early episodes, if y'all go back and listen, T.O. T.O. know everybody. He met MC Light. He met Big L. Bro, the man met Big L and didn't even call him Big L. He was calling that man Lamont. Exactly. He called him. <laughs> you know what? I heard. First. I was little. I heard people say Lamont. I say Lamont. Look, look. Mama named him Lamont. I'm a name of Lamont. <laughs> oh, what, 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 nah. what, what did they say? Mama calling Lamont. I'ma call him Lamont. Nah, but L is L, man. Rest in peace, Big L, man. I miss you. Yeah, man. Nah, but uh, let but, me see nah. who I met. I, I'm trying to remember. It was oh, most deaf too. Oh yeah, that's right. You did meet most deaf. Actually, yeah, twice, that's... and one of them was at my mom and aunt. Wasn't you in the music video for the Black Star song? One, two, three. It's most deaf and Talib Kweli. Oh, uh, that that would be, that would be nice, but no. Yeah, he shot, was. There. And they shot that at Crown Heights. That's a quick one. It was a quick one. He was there. If you look at the scene where the bus passed by, he was there. <laughs> and they shot that at Crown Heights. <laughs> see, come on. You see it? And that's another thing, people. Another thing on this show, when we talked about locations of certain things, T.O. knows exactly where it's at, so he'll bring it up. Like, I, this street look like this. This street look like that, because he knows his stuff. I'm the navigator, people. Just because I'm away don't mean I don't <laughs> forget New York, man. <laughs> I know my streets. And let's, and let's clarify something, too, man. Would you believe, like, because certain people that I talk to that listen to the show, they ask about the theme. And they ask if that's me on there. I'm like, no, that's not me. That's T.O. doing it. So I, I don't know what it is with our with our with our vocals, man. Our our deliveries match. One is one is Method Man, one is Red Man, T.O. <laughs> I guess I'm Red Man. <laughs> I'd say one is Morgan Freeman. And oh, shit. <laughs> oh, you Morgan Freeman then QG. <laughs> I, hey, listen, man, you got to create your own app. They got them voice apps that, you know, that that, that soothes people. So you, why don't you invest in one of those, T? Hey, man, that, I, I, hey, man that's for Barry White. Rest in peace to him, man. <laughs> I, I leave that up to him. Uh, nah, but, uh, and then it, it's it's crazy when I think about T.O.'s role in the show because at one point we thought T.O. was gone for good. Yeah. Yeah, it was a busy yeah. life, people. And, and you know, well, behind the scenes. It was- it, yeah. it became a little busy. I moved out to um, Charlotte, uh, NC, for anyone who's not aware. Many people were already aware, but um, just Come because on. I moved. L- listen, man, say it one time. Just say it one time. Don't just say NC. Don't don't just do that. All right. Man. Okay. In other say words, it. that means North Carolina people. No, oh, no. Why do we got to go through this? <laughs> what I'm talking about. <laughs> North Carolina. Oh, all right. That's better. <laughs> uh, I, 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 my voice, my voice, my vocals a little messed up. Exactly. My fault. We heard you. We heard you. It's 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 weird North because Carolina! it's weird because if To don't go to North Carolina, Rev doesn't get on the show permanently. So yeah, it's uh, and then you know, eventually things work themselves out, and for the most part, all four of us is here every week, most weeks. No, we applaud you, T, for taking time, and you know, we know how difficult it is. You know, you guys both, you and Rev, like you guys both. Try to find a way, you know, to get back in here if, you know, and it's, 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 you know, the dedication is very important. So we appreciate you guys for taking time up. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Mr. True GQG. Yes, sir. Now, a lot of people, a lot of people don't know this, but 
early on you was a bit skeptical about the whole podcasting thing. And now you done warmed up to it. Yeah, uh, because I'm just looking at the landscape, you know, the, especially where hip hop is. It's a topic you can talk about, but there's so many other channels out there that do this. So I, I was looking at it like, man, eh, if we do it, how different are we going to be? But then I realized as time goes on, based on our personalities, we do bring the differences in the show. And it's amazing how it can reach out to a lot of people, especially with the emails, especially with the feedback that we get. Like this whole pod created a battle between me and Harlem which I never anticipated. <laughs> I said, this is interesting. And, it, and, and as many times as I said, I love Big L, Mace, Diddy, uh, early Cameron. Bro, you can't shit on the I shout out, You can't shit on the prison I, in Harlem. I bro. shout out Charlie Clips, Mook, Lux, Rex, Ice, those guys, you know, uh, Miss Hustle. I shout out the other rappers from Harlem, Jay Mills and everything. But then when it comes to Dipset, and it just kept going on and on and on, and then Eventually, when they battled the locks, it, it 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 just it just it just transformed into something else. But I I I appreciated everybody that would ask us about things, and I realized, you know what, this show is very important because people came in with suggestions, not just emails but comments. The interaction with people on hip hop is what we really wanted, and besides preserving the culture, we wanted to. Provide a platform. That was the biggest thing we wanted. We wanted to open up something for people out there to come to us. So that was the driving force that really made me dedicate and come in and be like, okay, yeah, we got something here we could run with. And that's another thing I uh, I love too the 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 ask the rap lab emails. You know, I love them. You know, yeah, I know I, I yeah we got to get back to that soon. You know, I know we've been busy trying to get the topics and and the news and stuff, which is fine and perfect. Yeah, we got to get back to reading your love letters in the email. <laughs> I don't think there's more. Oh, no. Oh, no. I, I, I wouldn't say that. Oh, I no. Say that. Oh, no. <laughs> more than all no that. Uh, those, those will be behind the scenes, people. Thank you. There's going to be there's a lot in there, man. I'm sure there's thousands of emails in there that we haven't checked. Oh, that's over exaggerating. A thousand? QG don't, QG don't get none. I don't get none. They, and they know Rev is married. So, so that, they not, but, but you, for some reason, you, it just, uh, it's just, it's, it's got to be the dreadlocks. You know, you know, sidebar. I don't even know I got dreads. I've witnessed a woman stare at T.O. and walk into a pole while looking at her. Like, true story. Oh, no, not this again. We've seen women walk into tables, walk oh, into pole. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. Rev, I, okay. Well, the, the well the wall is correct, Rev. Unfortunately, but I didn't see it myself. They oh QG said no. It, it was the truth. It was the truth, bro. We we saw it, man. <laughs> and of course, you know they they be fantasizing about your deep voice as you hold them close, according to that one email. <laughs> <laughs> shout, out, shout out! Shout out to Marcy from Ohio. I'm gonna kill this boy. I love it. If I if I knew if I had a picture of Marcy and knew what she looked like, she would make the cover art for the next episode. Oh my uh, lord! You 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 just trying to you know it? Yeah, Marcy from Ohio. If you listening to this, send us send, send us a picture. We put you on the exactly. So 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 I mean I mean T, if you if you were to say something to Marcy, what would you say? That's a good question. Uh. First of all, I hope she's doing well. That, oh, not this again. Yo, DJ. Keep Yo. talking. Go ahead. She's listening. <laughs> Marcy, hope you're doing well. It's your boy, T.O. You already know the dealio. But, um, yeah, like I said, hope all is well. And you already know the Ladies and gentlemen, that line, you already know the dealio is why T.O. is and he said And he said it right at the part. Right at the part before Barry White started talking. That was excellent. That was great. <laughs> Yo, this is what I'm talking about, people. We just have so much fun no matter what, man. Oh, I love it. <laughs> nah, but but not but 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 on a on a serious note, not just Marcy, you know, Eddie, you know, we had a lot of people chime in. Uh, Dwayne, oh, yeah. Chicago, who, 
who uh, told Alfred that he brought the golden toilet for the Masterpiece House. Hey, 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 you did. That 1998 is one of my favorites ever because I'm won- with you, QG. I'm with you. That's my favorite episode too. <laughs> that was dope. Torture this boy, man. I'm telling you. Yeah, talking oh, about I bought man. them a house and bought them a car. He did though. Oh, Cars, 24 no limit albums. What do you expect? <laughs> nah, but you know what else too that I really like, and this goes to Rev. When we had the whole thing about when you brought up uh, KRS One. Mm-hmm. We were talking about the verses with Big Daddy. Yeah. yeah. What I loved with, with, with Rev, Rev really, really held on strong for the borough because of the bridges over and all that stuff. So I, I applaud know. you, Rev, for holding it down for the hood till this day. Even though that battle was years ago, you still holding it down, bro. I'm Queens to the death, man. You already know. It's a, it's, a, it's, it's a lot of episodes that's like my favorite. It's hard to pick like top two, but I have like a bunch. Like another episode that was my favorite. And I call this the Furious Five episode only because we had my boy Illy, uh, our boy Illy E as well. And that was with all four of, yep, yep. The Bob D. That was one of my favorite episodes. Yeah. Favorite episodes. Hmm. There's so many to choose from. I mean, Rev. I mean, Rev. Do you got any off top? That's 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 um, like, like, d- like your definitely one? the Mob Deep episode because um that day actually was my mother's funeral and um her burial. Oh, oh yeah. shit. Oh, so okay. so coming to do that episode, especially being me being so familiar with like Queens and Mob Deep, it just felt like some good old home cooking. And you know, we've spoke off um offline off um pod off like you know, how much I love this pod and, you know, I look forward to recording and no matter what's going on, like with my personal life, you know, like this hour or sometimes three hours back in the day, you know, used to be, you know, one big like clarity session for me. So that episode holds dear to my heart just because like, and we flowed together so well on that episode. Um, Of course, the Wu-Tang episode, you know, my first episode, that was yeah. pretty fun. I just, I could speak about Wu-Tang all day. Um, The Versus episodes always like, have me uh you know with the pen and paper and and doing round by round and i feel like a real journalist so like the verses ones are special to me um the complex list one too i like lists i like like matching up like whether it be like um albums or artists like i always like look forward to those kind of episodes nice what about you qg what are your some of your favorite episodes uh definitely i mean we already talked about the 96 and 98 but i also enjoyed um you know, the classics, you know, talking about the classic albums. You know, the people have been demanding a part two for that. They've right? been demanding a part two. I really for classic like, albums. Uh, yeah. You know, remember what? we had that debate. We, we had the debate. We named the artists and oh, how many classics they got. That was okay. great. And, that, right, and, that, was, and that was our third episode on that one, if I'm not mistaken. Good, good because we were able to. These were artists that we all knew and that we could chime in if we agreed. If we we treated it like spades. Like it was like two in a pop, three in a pop, or that, this one or that one. That's how the Candyman moniker came. That's about. where it came. That's how the Candyman was born. He was, oh yeah, he was being very, he was, very nice. He was being. I think it all started with the Fifty Cent one when he gave it to the Massacre. Right, 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 right. He gave he gave it to the Massacre because we were talking about candy shops. It's like, oh, so you the Candyman, huh? He's like, yeah, you know that. Yeah, that was Black that was Album is still a classic, by the way. Black Album is not a classic. I don't know why. <laughs> like, it's a good album. The Jay Z Black good... Album or the Metallica Black Album? Oh, no, Jay Z Black the Album. The Metallica Black Album is a classic. That's yeah. a classic. That's the only Black Album that's classic. <laughs> oh, oh. I, 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 I'm kind of guilty. I did kind of give that a classic, and then I kind of changed my mind to a pop. So because we because we broke the, it the... down, we we exposed the marketing scheme. That's what happened. I've had a lot of, I've, you know what? More than more so than episodes, I've had a lot of moments on this show. A lot of moments. <laughs> like y- y- y'all, y'all be shutting my singing down because you know I like to sing the hooks because I, it's painful. That's why. Yo, yo, I, guy, anyone that likes the singing. Fiend gave him a break. Fiend yo, had him do it. That's probably my favorite <laughs> moment in the entire history of this show. I told Fiend, I was like, yo, Shout I sing out to hard, Fiend, man. I, Salute I, to I, Fiend. I sing hard of a ghetto boy in the shower. He's like, oh, a word. Let me hear. It. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be singing the hook on the episode. Me and, Rev, me and Rev had to actually sit there and just let him go instead of shutting <laughs> But um, now nah, favorite episode beef is is probably my is 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 one of oh, my yeah. favorites. Oh, oh yeah, beefs. Yeah, uh, beef, beef was cool. I like the versus episode, despite the fact that I have yet to pick a winner in the versus. Everybody I root for loses. Uh, 
Even though I think KRS one did beat Big Daddy Kane, but that's a oh man. It's up in the air. It's up in the air. Oh, also, like the disappointed albums episode. I'm pretty that sure was, that was a good one. You know what else was a good conversation? Um uh the 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 rappers that that disappointed us. I like Ooh, I like yeah. that episode. Yeah. That episode that episode was a was a good one. Yo, shout out to Mr. Pitts though for pulling out a shoddy on the camera. <laughs> <laughs> Word up. That was that was for you, Al. <laughs> Listen, man, I will never, I will never, yo, if I ever beat that, if I ever meet your your, your pops in law Rev, I, I'm gonna be on my best behavior. <laughs> he put you in your place, boy. <laughs> but um nah man, but but my favorite aspect of this show is how we all have grown closer as time has gone through. Yeah. So like for example, me and Rev knew each other. But we didn't fuck with each other heavy until he came aboard. Word. Like it came to a point like I was I was fucking in Q Burrow cuts every week. Mm. Yes, sir. Um, T.O., you know, I feel and I don't take this no type of way. But with you moving and all, I feel like if it wasn't for the show, our contact would have fell off, you know. So I, I'm grateful for the show keeping us around. And then, you know, me and Q always been dogs since day yeah, one. Yeah, that's a fact. So this this only helps. So, you know, we we. I'm I'm very appreciative for the show and the show's kept me going because you know not to get into too much but I've been having a a rough last past couple of months last few months and the show has been keeping me going so it's like, it's like a therapy session for us it is it is it is therapy you know what else too I love about the show like the little the little inside jokes that we come up with besides you know Alfred singing with the Ron Isley stuff there's also yep, see, oh, it see, is. did you have to get him started. <laughs> Even though I'm listing stuff, and then you got the MC Shan stuff he loves to talk about. I've been keeping that man relevant. Hey, he goes. Man. Oh, the oh, whole thing. Bridge. Uh, um, um, like, 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 Rev said on the Mob Deep episode, you're not invited to Queensbridge, sir. You're not invited. Listen, <laughs> I, I, I come to Queensbridge in peace. We got you a barbecue. Oh, not invited to Queensbridge. Nah, oh, no, ain't no barbecue for you over there. You might be on the grill. <laughs> hey, you on the crib. So hold on. So I can't go to Queensbridge. QG can't go to Harlem. I can't go to Harlem. I used to work out in Harlem, bro. Bro, they you you you, you go back and listen to the episode. You heard the email. They say you're a hater. I'm not a hater. I told the people exactly who I like, and that's it. And then, yeah, and and, and, and the over. most and the most important person you don't like. How is he the most important person from Harlem? Cameron, out of all people, how? Listen. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Curtis Blow ain't important, bro. Curtis Blow. Man, it's 2022. Nobody checking for the Will you stop? Oh, you stop with that garbage. Come on. These are the breaks. Yes, these are the breaks. So what? He's still a legend. He's going to break you. He's going to mess you up bad. And not only that, also the Silk the Shocker jokes. We got a little shout out to Silk the Shocker. It's not at this towards him. But every time this dude likes to insult some of our favorites, we know Silk is what it is, so the whole, you know, I mean, I mean, T.O. helps out with God, that. God willing, if Silk ever appears on this show, I would love to hear what y'all have to say. Now. I'm not, I'm not cracking on Silk, I doesn't. But what we talked about was the movie. That's all we ever talked about. What's that line again, T.O.? Oh, he's like, he's like, that was my girl, she didn't do it. That's my girl, she didn't do it. And not to mention your other favorite, you think I need a haircut? <laughs> oh, don't let Rev hear that. Oh, Rev, Rev. <laughs> That's that Jay Z line. I hate that line. I like I said before, it's, it was so unnecessary. His part in Streets is watching. He shouldn't have been in it. Oh, that was in Streets is watching. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was in State Property, but it, but I don't oh, know. Either way, one either or the way. other. He, man, I, it might have been um State Property. He yeah. Didn't deserve to be in that either. Just a mumble <laughs> and I don't know what gimmick he was trying to run there. Can someone tell me what the hell him and the mail was talking about in that movie? Oh, they was talking Ebonics. Was was that was that the Philly Ebonics thingy or whatever? Well, Rob would know because nah, I... that that wasn't no Philly Ebonics. That was just some mumbo jumbo. And... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Oh uh, yeah, but all all those moments, man. The little the little jokes. And oh, those... uh, and speaking of Rev, don't forget, uh, people. When songs come up on this show, there will be times that he will tell you it's a 106 and Park ass song. <laughs> yeah. Rev has created the criteria for albums. If you don't have <laughs> enough songs on there, not even just enough songs. If your album don't last enough minutes, <laughs> the minimum is ten songs and forty minutes. The Ill, it's the Illmatic standard. Ah, we'll take that. Not seven, even though Nas did a seven-song album with, with Kanye, but that's that was an EP. And, and it wasn't all that. 
And then if y'all know me, come to think of criteria, if y'all go by my criteria, mixtapes don't count for anything. Oh, here we go again. <laughs> we got something in store for that down the line. Uh, yeah. Master, did Master P do a mixtape? I didn't listen to it. You a damn liar. I'm sure I, no, he no, listened I, to no, it. I really didn't listen he to it. He listened to it. I, no, I listened to one song, and the only reason I listened to the one song is it was an Instagram post that he made. And I like the song, so I went and listened to the song. But I'm not, I don't care who you are. You, you can be the colonel. You can be Jesus Christ. I'm not listening to no mixtape. Now, wait, wait, now, wait a minute, Al. <laughs> now, wait a minute. When, we, when, when Mike Picasso was on this episode talking about freestyles and cyphers, did you say that's, that's this? Mike, Mike Picasso is a friend of the show. I'm going to support that, him. That, did, that, you, that, did you that, or did you not do a mixtape yourself? That, I, 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 didn't, I didn't have the same mindset. Oh, that. come oh, on. Oh, stop it. And you, oh, named yeah. it, and you named it after Mob Deep. Yeah. You know what's funny about that? I wasn't thinking about Mob Deep when I when I when I came up with that name. Where did it come from? I don't know. I it just Well, you know, you know where it came from. I know, but I mean you. Like, why did you decide to call it murder music? Because I was listening to Mac Phipps. Murder Murder. <laughs> shout out to Mac Phipps. But uh Murder Q Q. But uh shout out to our guy Mac and uh shout out to Miss Yo. This this is somebody who needs a shout out on this episode. Mrs. Phipps, my yes. God. Uh all yes. salute to Mrs. Phipps. Awesome. Mrs. Phipps, we didn't we don't have we don't have Mac, we don't have Fiend, we don't have Alfred Banks, yeah, we don't have CMC Guapo. She's she's been a, a huge, huge help uh to us. So uh I'm glad that we established that relationship with uh with Miss Phipps. And the, the funny thing about that, peeling back the curtain again. The day that they announced Mac was getting out, and the day they announced that he got home, I sent that email. Yeah, wow. Mm. The same day they said he was home, I wanted to be the first interview that he did, but yeah, know. yeah. But we was, we were the second. Somebody beat us. It, it, it we, was we great. It was great for him to come and really, really you know, put us on the map with that. He was our like the, as far as guests. That's what know. elevated the show. It sure did. Um, people was finally paying more attention to us, but um. But now, nah, shout out to, to Miss Phipps. Um, she was a she was a a real help. Um, what other moments on this show? Oh, you know what's been really important, fellas? When I get the when we see the numbers and the charts, I never knew people in 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 Colombia and Paraguay, yeah, and China would be listening. To shout us. out to the other countries out there. We that chart, to we us. charted in thirty four countries in two years. Whew. Countries in Africa, countries in Asia. They've been they listen to us in Slovakia. Can you believe that? I didn't even know they had I didn't know they speak English, nor did I nor did I ever know that they that they that they have Wi-Fi out there. So you know, <laughs> shout outs to them. So. Yeah, man. We gotta connect with y'all, man, out there. Yes, we sir. appreciate it. Of all the like, overseas listeners, man. Shout out to y'all. And, and, yeah, and some man. of our past guests as well. Like we the ladies first episode with Melina, that was a good one. Yeah, shout out to Melina. Don't she was ner she was nervous too. She had no reason to be nervous. <laughs> Once she got into it, she just she just flowed easy. Oh, she was she, she was fine the way you listened to the way if you listened to it, she was really fine. Yeah, yeah. But um, but nah, man, like it's it's crazy. It's crazy. People in countries that I've never even that I didn't even know existed. I had to look some of these places up. And uh, well, well, well T.O., you well, T.O., you 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 told me when I first met you that you was from Zimbabwe. So it was, <laughs> so when I saw Zimbabwe pop up on the chart, I was like, all right, thanks. I never said that, but okay. It worked out perfect. Yeah, um, Zimbabwe. I don't know how the hell, where the hell you got that from. <laughs> you know what else is, is kind of cool is when people, when, I mean, we, we haven't sold a bunch of merch, but when people buy our shirts. No, yeah. Like, and to, see, to know that people are walking around wearing up. You know what? And I got mad at the time. And and this is another side <laughs> story. I got mad at the time, but when we was in Atlantic City last summer, yep. the boardwalk buds, somebody stole a shirt off our table, and I got mad at the time. But I'm like, you know what? If she wears that shirt, that's free promo. Even exactly. though if people ask her, well, what's that on your shirt? She's not gonna know. But you know, if if you got a product that somebody's willing to steal, right? That tells you something. <laughs> it's the hottest thing out. Yeah, you want to steal it? <laughs> you know what's funny? I I I I liken our shirts to NWO shirts because. Unless you bought one, the only other way to get an NWO shirt was to be a member. That's true. And, I mean, there are people who are, like I said earlier, like, you know, Mrs. Rev Barber got a shirt. 
Uh, the soon-to-be Mrs. Owens has a shirt. Shout out my guy uh, Dan, who I who I uh, work with. He, mm-hmm. he came in, surprised me with that Rap Lab hoodie. I was like, "Hey man, that's awesome!" Shout out to Illy E. He's, yep. he's taking pictures in Rap Lab. Shout out our guy uh, Barry Grant from All Even. Oh yeah, shout um, out Barry from All Even. I know he has Rap Lab stuff. Yeah, shout out my guy TK, my guy TK as well, who, who purchased yes. something. Yes. So, yeah, my man true. Steven from Hellgate. He got a shirt too, man. He wears that John Proudly and a hat. Yo, and you know, I got to give a big, 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 big shout out to, to another one of our biggest supporters. QG, your mom. <laughs> yep, yo, let me tell shout you. Mom Dukes, man. Let me tell shout you, Q, QG Mobs. I'll never forget. I, I came to the QG house one day with the box of merch so we could shoot a little video. Yeah. Yo, she got a hat. She got a shirt. And then, and then she said she was going to take, and she sold some of the she stuff did. for us, too. She, she took it with her, man. Like, she she was taking pictures with it. There are people in Barbados that she got Rap Lab stuff. She was giving people the links to the YouTube channel. She even commented on the she YouTube channel. She comments on the videos, like, yeah. Man, shout out to Mob Dukes for that, man. That's real deep. Wow. You know, what another, you know what another favorite moment of mine is? And it didn't even happen on the show. But, um, T.O., you wasn't there because, obviously, you're in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, we, went on the, we went on the Raw and Ready show on the LDM Network in the Bronx. Me, Revan, um, and QG, and we did that interview with our guy Ralph. Shout out to Ralph. Shout out to Ralph. He's a that's a that's an energetic boy, man. <laughs> yeah, Ralph. Ralph. Ralph is <laughs> Ralph a, is the man. <laughs> Ralph is a, is a funny guy. I and, love and, it, man. I love it. And you know what's funny? We like I knew Ralph. I, I've known Ralph for years, but you know, he the way that he spoke to Revan QG, you would have thought that they knew each other for a while. That's a fact. You would have thought that they knew each other for a while. Just to, and then it was cool because, like, on Rap Lab, our stuff is, is pre-recorded, but we actually did, like, something live, you know? That felt good. Yeah, man. I, Rev, I know you was feeling that, that that interview a lot, man. Yeah. You was in your zone. Word. Yeah, I love um interviews like that where we go live and stuff. Even like our YouTube lives. I love I love that. I love, like, like he, you know, his show, his name is Raw and Ready. I like it, Raw and Ready. My man, my man Rev was so comfortable that uh they was they was talking about how they rolled their blunts. <laughs> my man Ralph, my man Ralph was he, he, he was he was surprised. He was like, You dip the blunts in honey? They broke that down. <laughs> he broke down the science of it. I was like, that's good combo. Yeah, man. Pull that cannon out. Everybody always be like, yo, what the fuck is that? It's not a regular blunt. I don't even know what a regular blunt is. To me, these are regular for me. These are the norm. <laughs> My man Ralph looked at Rally. He was like, you know, and shout out to LDM Network because, um, you know, they're on they're on public access. So, yeah. you know, the uh, if you, if you go to like channel twenty six thirty five on your TV, but you can also watch them online on their Facebook page. They stream everything that they mm-hmm. that they do, and all this stuff is live. It's never it's never pre recorded. Um, so shout outs to them for having us. Um, I know when they do their hip hop awards because I've been talking to the guy Charles. You know, we might be we might be involved in that. So. I mean, you know, that was that was a good look for us. And you know, my guy Ralph, he was like, "Oh, you do podcasts? You wanna you wanna come on the show?" I was like, right, "Let me ask the fellas." And you know, I just put the word out there, put the graphic up. We we did the damn thing. Shout out to everybody in the Bronx, even though you know. Yeah. Matter of fact, Rev, you might get banned in the Bronx. Oh, me? Matter- oh. <laughs> what? Why? 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 Because of I'm Karis? a big Hunt fan. Uh, what, what, what'd you uh, say? Ow, 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 you might get banned too because you've been joking on Spanish rappers like Big Pun. Right. And, 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 oh, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. See, see hold here on. we go now. I didn't we, joke. We forget. No, 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 no. When it comes to Big Pun, the first thing you think about 100% of all songs. I don't hear no beware. That's my, that's my, favorite, that's my favorite Big Pun song. But, but you that's can't a damn shame. That's the problem. The verses. The verses. Do that's a damn do a verse right now. Do a verse right now. I know he made. I know he name dropped Mark Anthony and Master Oh Pete. my God! That's, that's it. That's you got. We still made it to the top. I asked for a verse, and we don't stop. <laughs> we Once again, people, he will not change with this painful singing. Unbelievable. Oh man, but uh, just don't... and the only reason why you like big puns because he did a track with Mr. Servon. That's not true. That's not <laughs> true. Yes, it is. You're a damn liar. That's not true. Uh, I don't believe you. That's not true. You know, you you know what's funny? Out of all the episodes that we did, I feel that the most heartfelt and lightest one, light as far as energy, was when we did the Mother's Day one. It was very, very somber, very yeah, calm, very peaceful. Yeah, we 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 gave it up to all the mothers out there. Really, like it was one of those yeah. real, real, real cool ones. 
I thought that was really that was that was really nice. Nah, Mother's Day Mother's Day was was cool. I know I know it um it was a soft spot for Rev. Yeah. But um yeah. no mo- mo- Mother's Day was cool. Yeah. Man. Um, you know what episode had people paying attention to us when we did the episode right after the George Floyd incident happened? Yo. People uh, was like. Because it's talking about some real shit. We was we was mentioning names, mentioning stuff that happened. Like we 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 pulled up a call to arms, and that's another thing that we definitely need to get back to as far as bringing up on the show. Not only do we provide the platform, but we have a voice. We want to let people know what's going on out there, and we want to tell them this is what's happening. This is what needs to be done. And if you don't know about it now, you know about it because we are the educators on this show we provide that and uh that, that that was important that episode was very important yes indeed but i as i as i sit here and i look through i look through all the all the episodes that we've done you know say what you say what you want but you know there have been times where i got heated on this show yo t.o you remember the rant i went i went on in the de la soul episode oh god oh, boy i was and, the birth of the the t.o theme that came in. The sound bite. The sound You know, once that came on, Alpha was ready to go. But even though, but even though Alpha had a right to rant on that one, because it, it was it was fucked up of how De La Soul was being picked on and being trashed at by Tommy Boy. I was with him. I ain't gonna lie. Alfred, Alfred needed to vent on that. It was the right because because uh, in the story group, like De La Soul should not be going through that. You know, we've had some hate hater moments on this show too. Really? According to. According to the emails, you know, a lot of people enjoyed the Wale episode for the wrong reasons. Yep. And and I'm happy they enjoyed it because <laughs> happened with that and what I told this guy. And for the last time, I say it again. The reason why it's like that is because I asked this guy, Candyman, when he first put me on the Wale, well, what's a good song by Wale? What's a good rap bar from Wale. Like, Rev, you and I, we could have this conversation and bring this in. Where we come from and how we came up with rap, anytime somebody introduced us to a rapper or asked us about a rapper, what makes this rapper good, we would give them a line. or We would ask for a line or a particular song that we would go check out. I asked this guy about Wale. He tells me a line about uh, Coco Beware and all this other stuff. <laughs> I, I, I said, I said the wrestler. That that's the best line you can come up with, Coco Beware. <laughs> and then I ask him about the song. He starts singing the hook. That's another that thing about it. this war. He always comes up with like wrestling reference and stuff. That's <laughs> but it, it, it's kind of funny too with that sh- with that episode because I didn't break the jokes. Like the joke was running. Oh, I kept calling him Free Willy. I kept saying all these different things, you know, like especially Lotus Flower Bomb. Blah, 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 blah. That's what it sounded like. <laughs> it sounded like he drank a gallon of water and he went in the microphone and started rapping. Oh, <laughs> that's what he did. Hey, till this day, I till this day he I don't know how he fit in Maybach music, but it's all good. Maybach rap music. Oh no! <laughs> Come on, you 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 like Ross? Don't do that. Ross, Ross is cool, you know what I mean. But it's baby back Rick music. You know what's funny, QG? You a funny man because when when I first met you, you didn't like Rick Ross. I had a reason not to like Rick Ross. And then you even exposed the fact that the man came through the hood in a Camry. He did. <laughs> now, <laughs> all, that, all that talk about the baby back and anything like that. The photo was out there, you know what I mean, with the Camry. And then every time we talk about it, lemon and pepper and all the other crazy stuff. A couple Bruce. months back, Q, QG Bruce. was like, yo, let's QG was like, yo, let's go to Wingstop. I said, Rick Ross's Rick Ross's spot? He was like, yeah, let's go to the Wingstop. I was like, all right. And we went. It was cool. You now now you done spend money in supporting Ross too now. So I don't I it. have no problems with, with as far as Rick Ross with his production and the stuff that he talks about. But as far as everything, I'm not gonna overhype him. That's the thing that people need to clarify. And everybody could touch on this. When we talked about Lil Wayne, I'm not going to overhype Lil Wayne. For me, Lil Wayne is a legend. It stops with Wayne. Wayne B.C., before Carter. When he started that Carter stuff, I said, no. The Carter 2 is great. I like uh, better than the Carter Three that people overhyped that Carter Three. Oh 3. God, that yo, that, that, that album was way overrated. I'm sorry, man. Overrated. I, and and the to Carter, this day, I'm surprised. And I'm surprised the, the emails didn't come after me because I com- I completely said a thousand times 
that that album is overrated. And I think it was someone asked us on one of the Ask the Rap Lab episodes, and I first mentioned Lil Wayne off the back. She completely said, who is who do you think is the most overrated? I completely said Wayne. Wayne. Well, you know, T.O., Lil Wayne is part of your family tree, so you didn't uh, uh, <laughs> Don't insult me like that. Second of second of all, the Carter Three is tougher than Nigerian hair. That's it. That's the best line. Nigeria hair was Nigeria hair is better than that album. What? Mario disease. Come on. Don't forget, G's move silent like lasagna and Weezy F. Trash. For phenomenal. F is for phenomenal. That's good. I'm glad you brought that out, Alfred, because Little Wayne, you will be on soon on another lyrical treason with that line alone. Don't worry, that will be coming. Hey man, leave, don't leave, 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 leave my people alone. Man. Now you know you, you you know what another highlight that a lot of people don't talk about what they need to talk about. Rev, do you remember when you had to really go in on Peter Rosenberg and Hot ninety seven and all the rest? Oh yeah, yeah of course I do. Went off. Yo, Not Rev is no. not like Rosenberg. And you know what's funny? Me and Rev have had wrestling conversations. Because for those of y'all that don't know, Rosenberg is on WWE on the pre on the kickoff show panels all the time. Yes. Yo, I remember one time Rev was like, man, yo, fuck Rosenberg. <laughs> 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 I was like, why? He was like, yo, his wrestling opinions upset me. Do you yeah. remember Rev, like what happened? Like why why you went at them at that particular time? You remember that? You know, I used to like Peter Rosenberg when he when he first came. I just felt like he he got a little too comfortable, man, and he just kind of like, even with WWE, like he just kind of run his mouth too much, you know. He just kind of like not humbly either. Yeah, and and what started getting me more upset with him is um his versus reviews and uh, just not not particularly like what he was saying because we can all agree to disagree. It's it's just how arrogant he was. Like to his cohort, his cohorts, like who were like trying to, um, you know, um, express their opinions and stuff, and just like his whole disposition on it, it was just—he's just whack to me now. Like I think he's got like he got big-headed over time. Nah, so that's big, real. He saw a bigger platform, and then it said got big. <laughs> nah, there, there was a point in time where Rev, Rev was like, "Yo, I'm not listening to the radio." Rev was like, <laughs> "I'm not, I'm not listening to the radio." Yeah. And then we had this whole thing as far as, as, as like, like with DMX, you know, when he passed. and then Him and Bismarcky. Bismarcky. Yeah, the stuff that the radio was doing and everything like that. Oh, now you, you know, now you want to play the records. And exactly. we, we all had an issue with that. Like, there, there was no balance. Word. Like, no, I, no, I, I never no, understand no. that to this day. Like, even though they'll have their throwbacks, but Bismarcky and DMX was a part of their throwback mix for like that whole hour. Well, DMX, I'm not going to lie. They, like, during, because at one point I had a job where I was, like, driving all the time. Well, you know, I, I can't be, say, yeah, you're right. I can't say that because. They, they, uh, they, would play, they would play How's It Going Down a lot before he died in, in, in their in their rush hour throwback mix. And party. Really? Up, I, I, yeah. I would have thought it would be party up more than How's It Going Down. No, How's It Going Down, they, I used to hear yeah, all the time. Yeah, they would but, play. But, the, but my issue with them, they would play the same songs. They would play. They would play uh, "How's but It you, Going Down." But you know what? I feel like I, I think they play that because of what's his name. He did a um sample over there. Who's that? Money bag, yo. I feel like that's why they play that, that a lot. But that was before yeah. that song this came is out. Before. Though. This is before. okay. They would, okay. They would play the uh. They would play the "One More Chance" remix. Yeah. Like just the same songs. Oh, by the way, I was at work the other day, Uh-oh. and the Ashanti cover of that song came on. I was like, "Oh, we playing Biggie at work." And it was like, "Oh." <laughs> then I heard Ashanti, yeah. and I was like, "Oh." That was it. Hey, they didn't even play the unfoolish. <laughs> yeah. Nah, you know what? He's not the only one because I get I get caught when I hear that that background song of Cream. Who did that? A R&B singer took it. I think it was Tiana Taylor. Tiana, yo, every time I hear it on the radio, I'm thinking I'm about to hear Wu Tang Cream. Nope, it's Tiana Taylor's record. Uh, but but to her credit, she did both the Cream and the original sample in the same in the same um song. She did a good job. She did. I don't, I, yeah, the song is tight. But it's like when I hear it initially, I think of Cream first. But I noticed, but, but she another one that's been bringing back like samples, um, like the 90s sample. She brought Cream back. She did um, Tell Me What You Want sample back. Because she, uh, was it um, Diddy's son on the um track too? I believe he was. Wow. 
Who I thought was Mace at first. I was like, wait, I know Mace did not come back to help this song. <laughs> that would have been tight. But that was King Combs. I think it was King Combs. Nah, but we 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 had a lot of we had a lot of good moments on on this show. Um, you know what else is with another favorite moment of mine? Even though uh, Thou Ho should not be named was a guest on this show, but Mrs. Rev Barber rapping Eminem bars was was fire as hell. <laughs> that was tight. Yo, Rev, you gotta give the missus my regards, man, for that. Man, that's every day in the crib, man. She's always rapping something. Shout out to Detroit. You know what what I love, too, about the show? It's like, even artists that have the heavy respect and have the credibility, because we've talked about Eminem. We've also talked about, we we, we stopped calling him Marshall. You don't know that man to call him Marshall, okay? You can't even call Thurgood Marshall Marshall. So It's, it's Eminem. Same, same as how he runs the network. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Big Shug. You know that? No, ain't, yeah, ain't, ain't no shout out no Big Shug. No, it's not. No, it's not. And the fact that Snoop owned Death Row. Yep. Yeah, shout out to Snoop for owning Death Row. But if you want to shout out, about, shout out Marion Knight. Shout hey, out to hey, him. Hey, hey, hey. You're going to get, get us killed. You're going to get us killed. You don't know that bad to do. call it Marion. You don't know Eminem to call it Marshall. You don't know him. Exactly. But, but what I was getting to is like, even though a lot of these guys get universal respect, there's still some opinions as far as, well, why we feel that they're good, but they shouldn't be as labeled as great as they should be. Because we've gotten to the controversial topics about Big, how is Big ranked here, if he didn't die, blah, blah, blah. And then the same thing with Eminem. So that's what I love about the show, too. Like, we don't go with just everybody's knowledge we don't go with just everybody's opinion and we all don't always agree all we always either. don't always exactly. agree that's like you the, would think if anybody most... say anything about big they'd be in trouble nope you know you can talk about big and say and, and and at least back up what your argument is because this guy here loves to bring up that stupid dvd every single time listen, so it's like listen, i don't listen, know listen man. biggie and tupac is one of the greatest oh, hip-hop oh, 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 horrible oh, horrible where's the militia instrumental oh god that, that's <laughs> You know, what, what, what was it? Grab a special bulletin. <laughs> you want to hear something? That, that, that documentary is responsible for me getting into Gangstar. Oh, no. That's horrible. We got a problem. No, nah, we got a problem. Got nah, you we have Gangstar? a problem. Because no, I, like I, I like the instrumental, so I looked it up, and it was like, oh, it's Gangstar. <laughs> But oh, oh no. See, that's the thing about this guy. He gets way too influenced by these damn deep beef Not DVDs. influenced. I like what I heard, so I wanted to hear more. So oh, I researched. Oh, yeah. It. What about the beef DVD? What about it? With your with your running narrative about EPMD and all the other stuff with MC Shan and everything. So yeah, listen. On, all right. So 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 fact. And the Nelly KRS one thing. On, come so, on. So here's another. And Rev might appreciate this one, but back in the days when I used to be a smoker, the beef DVD got me into buying strawberry Phillies. <laughs> Oh, my God. Got me in strawberry Philly because that's what PMD rolled up with. Damn. That's some hard shit to smoke. I only smoke papers. Nah, nah. I, I, really, I really used to go to the smoke shop and I used to go to 7 Eleven and get strawberry Just, Philly just because Paris Smith did it. Just, just because the, Paris that's Smith crazy. did it. That's crazy. Uh, nah, son. Nah, but, 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 but Eric Sermon did do it, though. How do you know if Eric did it? The, chief, the chief of police was on the documentary. That's so what he was on the documentary. See, this guy, see, I'm telling you, Ref, this guy gets way too influenced with that damn beast yes. DVD. Oh, 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 and I, and I, I can't mention it word for word, but K Solo, man, oh, I definitely look at you the Lord. same, bro. Leave K Solo alone. For those of y'all who want to know what I'm talking about, just go oh, and watch you. I go told him Exactly. I told him exactly what he what he meant by just, that. Just too. watch the K Solo DMX. You thing. you 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 know what? You just want K Solo to whoop your ass too. Yeah, I don't want K Solo to whoop he my ass. Would. He'll whoop you. He will. He, go, he will whoop your that's ass. Why, that's why yeah. I'm not repeating what he said because he knows what he said. <laughs> that was terrible. And he licked his lips when he said it. So too. what? He licked so his lips. what? He he mean it literally. What he what he what he said? It's a metaphor. <sighs> it's just an adrenaline rush. That's it. Come on, yeah, man. Yeah, if a man get a adrenaline rush talking about that, oh, oh Lord. But I mean, yeah, man. I, I mean, yo, listen. The beef series of DVDs is some of the greatest hip hop content ever. Oh, put stop out. it! Oh, stop shout, it! Shout, shout out to QD Three. Uh-huh. They uh huh. They what, even what? held. They, they even held reps people down in Detroit. Denied. Denied. Oh, see, you that. see, there you go with that shit. I think. 
Bro, that was you bro, know how many that, times this boy mentioned everything. He even mentioned about the whole Easy E thing. Easy E is an artist, and uh, Dre Yellow and and Ice Cube. And the, <laughs> those are my artists, and that's me solo. I'm like, oh my lord, here we go. Yeah, Dre was wearing lipstick and lace, and then leave Doctor. Leave Doctor. He went Dre from long, that. Man. He went from that to a 12 minute Super Bowl halftime. Show. Yeah, and it was a great show. Yeah, it was cool. It was a great show. It was. It was. It was a you great know, show. You know. You know what pissed me off about that halftime show? Since we never got a chance to talk about it on the show. What was that? He was on the piano, and I give him credit as a musician. He's a real musician. But yeah. how you play the uh, the instrumental to "I Ain't Mad at You." And and you perform your verse of California Love, but no Tupac hologram showed up. They, they don't need a Tupac hologram for that. I don't think I don't think it was. I don't know if they had a chance or the time for that. This is the house that Dre built. That was the narrative behind the whole thing. That's yeah. why you had artists that worked with him on that. So he did. He, and then and, weren't they in California? Yeah. So do California now? Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but, but his verse, verse, his verse is not the best verse. And it was his song in, in the beginning. It was anyway. his song in the beginning. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Tupac Probably. His song and made it better. Tupac oh. jumped on the song. So what? And actually, Drake could still do the verse. Who, who album that song is on? It's not on Dre album. So, but who still did it who first? He still had two verses before he changed it up. Yeah, he had two verses before that, yeah, but the public didn't know that till like two years ago. Well, hey, knowledge is knowledge. At least people know about it now. And wasn't and, that yo, supposed I, to be I, on the I, aftermath I, album before Tupac got involved? I guess I don't know, but shout out to Snoop Dogg because that man was crip walking on national television. <laughs> he did that shit for like five, like six minutes straight. Oh, speaking of that, they called him smoking, but and people made an uproar about it. So Rev, you remember that whole thing well, um, about the Meek Mill thing? When we were so high. Oh, man. <laughs> it's about weed. Uh, smoking weed makes him depressed. Yeah, I don't know what kind of weed he's smoking. Meek Mill said that. He said that on Twitter. I don't know how the hell that happens, but he's like, I don't know, man. Something about him when it comes to Philly is just like, this is who y'all claim. I mean, no disrespect to him as an artist, but I'm just, I, I just get confused of him personally. Listen, the last few, I'm going to tell y'all this personally, and like, the la I spent a good majority of time in Philly the last few months, up until a month ago, and all people in Philly could talk about is cheesesteaks, the Eagles, and Meat Mill. Like, seriously. That's all the conversation is about. I got a problem with the last one. I like Meek, bro. Meek, see, I can't, even if you don't like his music, bro. When the whole shit went down with George Floyd and all this Black Lives Matter stuff, bro, he held it down. Meek Mill was one of he and J. Cole was at the forefront of everything, bro. Shout out to them for that. And that's what we were talking about. We needed we needed to see that. We J. To see J. Cole, I love you. Stay as an activist. Don't play no more basketball. What? The man scored three points in five games. So what's Master P's career? Master P averaged three points a game lifetime. So I scored more than him in NBA 2K. <laughs> he made it into the league, bro. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. He, he got on the he was on the bench, got off the bench, and we hit, <laughs> set, uh -huh, and sat back down. You you know, on, on Mitchell and Ness website, they got a throwback Master P jersey listed, but it was sold out by the time I got to it. Wow. Charlotte Hornets Master P jersey. Yeah. How much how much did I go for? 150. 150. I wasn't gonna buy that shit, bro. Damn, dollar fifty cents? That's fucked up. A hundred and fifty dollars, dreadhead. Oh, okay. But, nah, uh, shout shout out to Master P, man. And Master P's still growing to this day. He don't give a damn. Love Master P. All his business moves, man. I I, he, I, I know we get on. He did I, I not have the best verse on four three two one. No, he didn't. I'm a no limit soldier. That's why they booked. Stop. He should have stayed. He should have stayed booked. By the way, he got booked know, somewhere else. Do you know how much of that man's food products I have in my house? Yeah, you got the noodles. You got I got the noodles. noodles. I got the chips. I got the water. The only thing I don't got is the ice cream. Mm, the ice he cream. He just came out with ice cream. I don't. I don't have the ice cream. But. He just oh, not. I got the, he just not coming out with ice cream. He should have been did that. That should have been the first move, um, right? The I, ice cream I, man. I, I got exactly. the <laughs> I got the fish fry batter. I got the. I got the rice and I got the uh, the pancake mix. All I want to know is oh, what you gonna eat. Oh, you got the pancake. You know what too? though? You you know yeah yeah he got he got the pay you know you know it makes me laugh bringing it all back around when we talked about Mob Deep and everybody's favorite Mob Deep album oh, this oh, guy here God. Blood Money still don't understand that part what's wrong with Blood Money it's not their it was best work terrible first of all that album I never terrible. said it was the best I just said it was my favorite uh, and, and why because because of what because you said you said it was their most polished it was no it wasn't 
when, when was that polish. program over? They didn't even shoot polish. What are you talking I about? A beat that was already on the soundtrack, but way before that, it was on the get rid. No, 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 no. See, that's where you're wrong. And the funny so, part is, that's the only song that I could, I could only possibly tolerate. The whole Shook rest of the Ones album is, is not even that. all that. Shook Ones is better than that. Listen, man, listen. I never. And that album benefited more than Fifty than anything. True indeed. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only thing that was good about Blood Money was the mainstream sales. Other than that, it did nothing. Well, yeah, I think it went gold. It did go gold. But um, the one thing I could appreciate about this podcast, and Q Q touched on it earlier, um, we don't always agree, and everybody's taste is different. Like, you know, you you want 90s hardcore hip-hop? You talk to Rev. 90s hardcore New York hip-hop, you talk to Rev. You want something with... with, uh, with lots of you want info on samples or something like that or something soulful or jazzy, you talk to T.O. You want down south gangster rap knowledge, you talk to me. You want West Coast knowledge, you, you talk to QG. Mm-hmm, and, right. It's like rap lab is like a buffet and there's something for there's something for everybody. So it's good. It's a good way to tell it. It's a good way to uh, analyze it. Yeah, man. Going around the room, uh in closing, start with you first, Rev. Well, just some words about making it to 100, bro. Just very happy to be a part of this thing. And, you know, we, um, like you said, we've grown personally close to each other off the pod. And, you know, I hope it continues to be that way. You know, it's uh, four different walks of life here. But um, I'm honored to be a part of this. And I hope we can reach 100 more. What about you, T.O.? I uh, continue off with Rev, even though I agree completely what he just said. Um, it's it's the evolution we had on this show. It's the evolution, the growth, and um, it's like it will never stop. Yeah, I guess we, I guess you can call us the Diddies. We, we just can't stop, won't stop. That's just it. And um, again, it also formed uh, brotherhood and the love of hip hop as well. And um, we 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 definitely want a hundred more in this. So. Pray for us, guys, and we will continue to deliver the food. Uh, oh, it's always good back to food with you. Uh, <laughs> what about you, Q? You know um, me. I stay hungry. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 lady in, uh, the lady on Jamaica Avenue, the teriyaki spot, she, <laughs> she know you stay hungry, too. I don't think she know I moved, but but that's, Bro, that, that was moved. like 10 years ago. She will. She will air deliver that food to you. <laughs> let me let her know. Oh, oh hell! She better have an electrical microwave with that shit. Hell. Every day when we was in when we was in York Correction, we would go. And it's not a real correction for some people. York College. Um, we would go to the food court on Jamaica Ave, and you know, one day I might get a sandwich. They had a Cajun food spot, which which was my favorite because y'all know me. But I would switch it up every time. Get Chinese food, like a sandwich or whatever. This man, T.O., went to the same stand every single time to the point, to the point that they knew what he wanted to order and they had it already made for him because he went there every day. That was easy. And, 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 and you, I, didn't call, I didn't call in advance either. He I just went up the there. He didn't have to. The moment you walked in there, they had it right there waiting for you. The funny thing, he would always get chicken teriyaki with, with rice and no vegetables. No vegetables <laughs> at all. And the lady, the lady would have the food already made the <laughs> Oh, and, and me, the oh, Snapple. And, oh, hey, hey, don't forget my Snapple now. I know, and Tio always had a special request. He always wanted extra teriyaki sauce. Yes. And she it. would have it waiting every yeah, single hey. time. I'm a teriyaki uh, man, people. Bro, we had I don't to know wait. about me. You and I wanted the same thing. We had to stand there and wait <laughs> to get our food prepared. This food already had it. This food already laid out. I said, what, you got the VIP pass or something? <laughs> Yo. And I actually miss those days because that's where you paid for a lot. And I think if you pay about five times, the next one you get free. Yes, they had the they had the loyal <laughs> they had the loyalty card. I say I said, dude, you got your picture in the back as an employee in the back. <laughs> 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 I'm supposed to redeem that card only twice. But TO, like and the funny thing is TO will go to so the the you buy five, you get one free. So every every other Monday, he had a free plate. He was in there. Because <laughs> <laughs> Monday through Friday, I, yo, I've never in my life, other than T.O., seen somebody eat the same thing every day. No broccoli, no string beans, no salad. And, <laughs> and the funny thing is, Wednesdays in New York was jerk chicken wrap Wednesdays, and everybody in their moms would go to the cafeteria and get a jerk chicken wrap. Not T.O. 
He going right to Jamaica. He be like, oh, I'll be back. Nah, there was yeah. some Wednesdays I went for the jerk. That shit was good, though. The jerk chicken wrap. I ain't gonna lie. Shout out to our guy, Jeremy, for hooking those oh, up. Oh, our boy, man. Shout uh, out to Jeremy. Shout out to, to Jovell, too. Oh, uh, yeah. Shout out to Flo. Shout out Flo Pesci, Jovell, man, who also was also a listener. So. And my man, my man Jovell, still, still working in New York, man. Gotta go check that man one day. But, um, but yeah, man. And then as far as me and 100, man, never thought I'd be, never thought I'd be quoting Biggie, but I never thought hip-hop would take us so far. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. uh, I never, I never thought that this thing would last as long as it did. I never thought, there's a lot of things I never thought, but you know, I, I never, I never thought that we would still be here doing this. Um, I didn't think that we would not, not to say Rev personally, but I never thought we would have a fourth man in this. And I'm, I'm just grateful for the team that we, that we've assembled. And you know, it ain't over. Who knows how long this shit might last? Eight years from now, we might still be here doing this. Yeah. So, um, and who knows where we gonna go? Who we gonna meet? Only God knows if if, if masterpiece somehow ends up on this show. That'd be great. Yeah, I might have to put smelling salt under my nose and wake me up. <laughs> All I but, know is I, I I got a question to ask him because it's it's kind of bothering me. When he's going to open a no-limit supermarket? Master P, it's time. You're giving us all these damn products. You might as well open a supermarket. Why not? Would you buy Would you buy any of those products, though? You're talking about opening a supermarket. People got to come shop. I, tried I, don't, to- I, don't, I don't mind buying them. I think it was QG. I was like, "Would you eat the ramen noodles?" He was like, "No." I'm like, yeah, well, "Why not?" I mean, you know, I, I mean, I, who would you rather get sodium? I, from? Hey, listen, I mean, it, as long as it's not a lot of sodium, I'll be fine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's gonna be the problem. But uh, but yeah, this has been episode 100. So you know, if y'all got, if you, you the the listening public have uh, favorite moments, memories, episodes, or uh, anything through time. Uh, raplabpod at gmail.com or hit us up on the Instagram, you know, raplabpod and tell us what, tell us what you think. We'd love to hear from you because, you know, we've been kicking for a while. Marcy from Ohio, if you listen, <laughs> uh, tell us what you like about T.O. And, uh, uh I, I think she's, I think that's played out now. You can't speak for Marcy. You damn uh, sure can't. Hey man, I saw that email and I, I was on it, but, uh, funniest thing I ever seen. I just wanted the three of y'all to know, man. I'm I'm grateful and blessed to have y'all uh, on the team, man. Couldn't have had a better team. So this this is one this is one big blessing right here. All four of us. And and look at this. We didn't did we didn't did a convention. We got invited back to the next one. Shout outs to our guy uh, Chad Minutes for extending an invitation to me and Rev again. Yeah, me and Rev about to be at a wrestling event next week, talking to the public. So. Yeah, let's go. Definitely want all y'all to go out there, get your tickets, man. Go out there and support that event. Meet the Rev. Meet the Candy Man. You know, it's a good look. And, you know, shout out to all the talent, man. And, wow, episode 100. Never thought we'd make it, but we made it. So it's a blessing for all. Yeah. And it's triple digits. Triple digits. Yep. So uh, we done made the milestone. And, um, yeah, we'll, we'll see y'all next week. Yep. Yes, and, indeed. Uh, and, 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 also to wrap that up, um, you know, I also want to shout out Kumo D as well. We yes, 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 we, yes. We got to acknowledge Kumo D before we wrap everything up, man. So, uh, yes, you know, we do. Yes, we do. What? what you mean shout about for what? He ain't do nothing. For being yes, a legend. He did. <laughs> we mean he ain't do nothing. The whole thing with the report card? Nah, man. That was your blueprint for calling him a hater. Shout out, to, shout out to Kumo D. Oh, God. <laughs> Gotta shout out Kumo D. Yep. Oh, you just had to. Yes, had to do it. Had to do it. Well, that wraps up our 100th episode spectacular, folks. So, yeah, we we catch y'all next week, man. Peace. Peace.